by Desert Island. All time top five most memorable breakups are as follows. I'm fucking Irish. I'll deal with something being wrong for the rest of my life. She's fit for a straight jacket. This broad's fucked three ways towards the weekend. And you want to know what? I dig it. It turns me on. Yeah, it turns me on. Because you want to know what the kicker is, father? Maybe I'm a little fucking crazy. Don't Tate It From Us, the preeminent dating, sex, and relationship podcast is back on your phones and in your ear holes. I am your host, comedian and writer, J.R. Hickey, and I am joined, as always, by the very lovely, very funny, Jenna L. Crowley. Hey, peeps. Right off the bat, we have some things we need to talk about. Uh, apologies to everyone who missed us last week. We uh, took kind of an uh, unexpected hiatus um, and I think we should just dive into uh, the news, shouldn't we, Jenna? I guess so. We gotta let the people know what's going on. Yeah. So unfortunately, this will be the last episode of Don't Take It From Us. Uh, Jenna and I have been having some in-depth conversations over the past couple of weeks. Uh, honestly, you know, I I don't want to make any excuses for myself, but there are lots. I uh, my new <laughs> my new job is. A lot more um, time-consuming than uh, uh, you know I initially expected. I'm working very late during the weeks. I'm working a lot of weekends, which is when we did uh, the primary bulk of our recording. With this wedding coming up in a month, uh, I just haven't been able to dedicate the proper amount of time, effort, and energy into this. And I really, honestly, didn't want to put forth a, a less than 100% effort into something that we did such a good job of creating. So, um, yeah. So it's all JR's fault. No. <laughs> it just like, can we just, I would like y'all to note that. No, um, it, it, that it, what you say is also true for me with my new job and just, you know, life and, and shit. It's become as much as I love doing it. I love the interaction that we get with people. It's just, uh, really hard to, to find the time and to, to, you know, try and record with two people on different coasts and, Honestly, the fact that we were able to do it weekly for more than a year is, I consider to be a miracle. Um, but as you said, like we don't want to half-ass it. We don't want to put out something that's not as good as we think that it can be. Um, so, yeah. And I know what you guys are thinking. Like, how hard could it be to put together an hour of content every week? Let me tell you, it's actually it's hard. pretty hard. <laughs> the it's editing actually- process takes almost twice as long as the recording process. So put all that together, multiply it by 70. And you did a lot of time that we've been working on this for essentially for free, which is not meant to make anyone feel bad. But I think a lot of people know that we had done this with the goal of eventually being brought into the Grand X podcast fold. When we started, we had pitched it to uh, David that way. And he was on board. Uh, You know, unfortunately in the past year, they've kind of gone in a different direction with their, their, podcast what would you call network it or network or whatever sure. i guess i guess that's what you call it i don't know what you call a podcast thing yeah. um when i was there in yeah. june for my bachelor party you know we, we he, and I, he and i had an honest conversation and it just doesn't seem like it's in the books for us anymore so i don't know there's a lot of things that are kind of working against us and i just don't want to do something that my heart isn't in and it's not that my heart hasn't been in it but i can just see it slowly getting harder and harder to put this together week after week. And I don't want this to die a slow death. I want to 
come out on top. 70 episodes, over 70,000 listens. Huge, huge thank you to everyone who has absolutely downloaded, subscribed, interacted with us really from the bottom of our hearts. I mean, we'll still be funny on Twitter, like individually. And I don't want, we talked about this. I don't want to completely slam the door shut on this. This is, this is not. Maybe we'll come back with like specials or something. It's like, yeah, we'll do like a made for TV movie. I don't know. Like, you you know, stay subscribed on your iTunes, your SoundCloud, your Android feeds. Yeah. We won't spam you, but maybe one day you'll just see that little Don't Take It From Us logo pop up, and maybe we'll throw something together. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll decide to do a season two. Like, there's plenty of podcasts that do seasons. (laughs) Maybe we'll just, like, in, you know, three months, be like, fuck it, we're coming back, and and we'll just be there, and you won't know. Season one was 70 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, the longest season of any show ever. Maybe that was our mistake. Maybe, yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe we needed a hiatus. We needed to go on vacation. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have done it in seasons. But you know what? Know. We took plenty of vacations over the past seven yeah, How many weeks do we ever take off? I think like two, right? I know. Like me, three. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Because like ha- you would do it or I would do it. Like, yeah. We were dedicated people and we don't want to do it if we can't be that dedicated. That's really what it is. Is like you and I both pride ourselves on our kind of professionalism when it comes to this whole writing online persona thing and I, I just i could see it slipping really quickly and i don't want it to i don't want to put a product out there that is less than quality and really you guys don't deserve that and you know again stay in touch everyone there's nothing jen and i aren't fighting there wasn't like some big blow up we're like we can't speak to well, each other anymore <laughs> people could read into the fact that i'm not invited to the wedding <laughs> that might have been where it all started yeah, it all went downhill from there it all went downhill from there and now um, we have to break up before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but Who yeah, knows? I mean, you can follow us in our, our respective Twitters. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll be there and still be funny. We'll be doing, uh, we'll be doing, uh, you know, plenty of writing still. Uh, Jenna's got our weekly column. I, you know, I may venture into solo podcasting once this wedding stuff dies down. I, I have, you know, uh, Will DeFreeze is an inspiration with his short five-minute solo podcast that he points out. That that sounds like a really manageable amount of time. So, who knows? See, also, it would be for me if I if you would edit it <laughs> after I did it. Like I know how to record it. Yeah, I just don't know how to edit it. Yeah, well, and we'll I can't see. count on myself to be actually consistent for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, well, and not require any editing. I guess so. what I guess what I'm saying is, guys, is is thank you from the bottom of both of our hearts. Thank you for supporting, listening, everything that you guys have done to make this such a great show. We've thoroughly enjoyed every step of it along the way. And I apologize that I I can't continue any longer. I just, again, I sound like a broken record. I just don't want to give you something that that is less than 100%. No, we're either all in or out. I know. So Stay in touch, everybody, please. And we we're thought not dying. I know. We're yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go anywhere. If anyone's in San Francisco, you know how to reach me. I have a lot of people now that come to San Francisco and hit me up. So if, if there's ever a PJ Hart in town or, or, or any of our, our personalities, maybe who knows, maybe I'll, I'll drag the microphone out of the closet and, and put something together. Well, no promises right now because I can't even I just see love straight. How he immediately just cut me out of that. Like it'll just be him and whoever. <laughs> wow. 
I'm just gonna go now because you don't need if, me. Hey, yo, you if you ever come to out. if you ever come to San Francisco, Jenna, I be... am coming to San Francisco, which we would have talked about closer to when I was coming to San Francisco. But now I don't want to get the people so upset. <laughs> My good friend is now getting married, and he's talking about having a bachelor party in Boston. So we'll talk. Yeah, no, I love how we're like no promises yet. We're making all these promises. It'll be sp- be like very special episodes, like yeah, after school specials. Exactly, exactly. Just enough for like. You guys think maybe your parents are getting back together, but they're not. They're just going on a vacation every once in a while. Yeah. Just like, you know, reuniting at your school concert for a hot minute. So that being said, you know, we know this probably comes as a shock to some people. We did, for old time's sake, you know, we did 70 episodes before this. I don't want to officially call this episode 71 as that's a weird number to end on. But we do (laughs) have... 70B. (laughs) This is 70B. This is the finale. But we do have a Bumble profile and a couple of DMs to get to. So we thought for old time's sake. Well, and we didn't want to leave the people hanging. That's true. Like people submitted. We, we don't want to leave the people hanging. Let's do a little Bumble Brad. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. All right. Okay. I don't need so to explain had- what Bumble bratting is, guys. I'm not going to do it. You've you've seen it. No, Check I mean, out the Instagram. At this point, honestly, um, <laughs> some person tunes in for the first time and they're like, <laughs> they're "These like, guys are done." Seventy. Wow, that looks like a good time. <laughs> don't. Okay. Who, who's whose profile are we looking at today, Jenna? So we are reviewing Hector's profile. Okay. Um, Hector submitted his Bumble to us via Instagram. So thank you, Hector. Check out um, the Don't Take It From Us Instagram. The photos are up there yep. right now. Which may continue as just a place where I put funny shit occasionally. Yeah. I don't know. Don't I'll unfollow see. the Instagram. Don't unfollow anything. Just Don't unfollow anything. Just yeah. wait. There's no harm in a follow. Yes, right. Um, so Hector's first picture is is a picture of Hector. So we know who Hector is. So that's cool. But... I'm a little bit confused by Hector's t-shirt, which, what does Hector's t-shirt say, JR? Okay, so he's, it's kind of, it's his undershirt, and there's like a button-up shirt unbuttoned over it, so you can only see the middle part of it, but it says the Stephen F. Austin, I'm guessing Lumberjacks, and then the biggest word is dad, (laughs) in white lettering with a purple background. (laughs) Yeah, in like the most generic Microsoft font I've ever (laughs) seen, but... Is this Why ironic? Is yeah, is he wearing it ironically? I, I, I'm confused. Yeah, it says he's 27, uh, so it's reasonable that he could be a father, obviously. I just... Uh, interesting yeah. choice for your first choice. shirt, Hector. Now, I've actually... Funny story. Been to Stephen F. Austin University. Huh. Where is it's it? It's nowhere near Austin. It's, like, approximately five hours from anything. Is it in Texas? It is in Texas. Of course. But it's, like, so far into Texas... That when I asked when I was going there what airport I should fly into, they told me it didn't matter because it was going to take me five hours to drive there anyway. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, flew into Austin and saw our friend Kyle and saw our friend Pete. Yep. And then drove five hours. Oh, this is recently. This was just like two weeks ago. No, this was like a year ago. Okay, okay. And this is the first time I hung out with them. Cool. Because, uh, you know, I'm popular and people like me. <laughs> I'm hoping he's not a dad. Yeah. A 27 of a kid that's old enough to be in college because yeah. that would be concerning. But, you know, the next picture of Hector is, and we might be getting them out of order because he didn't send them with the bubbles on the side. So the next picture is a selfie of 
well, it's a selfie of Hector and two friends golf, two friends golfing. I think Hector's the dude in the back in the Titleist hat, but I'm like not entirely sure. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think because they he's, all have he's sunglasses. One, he's on. one of the two guys in the back because I mean, let's right. just be honest, like. He's he not, not the white. very white dude in the he's front. He's not white, and the f- guy in the front's very white. So, right. but I think he's so, the guy on the right. Yeah, I think so, but I don't know. Yeah. So it's a toss right. up, but it's not a bad photo. Like him and his boys taking a selfie out no. on the course. It's just. But it's he could goofy. learn from that one that we did with Kelsey, like with the arrow that says "me." Like yeah. that would have been helpful. Yeah, totally. Um. Okay. So Hector's next picture is Hector in a suit holding a beer casually leaning against the wall looking off to the side this is very clearly posed he's got like the one leg up with like the yep. foot planted against the wall so good it's a nice pose it's a it's a solid yeah, running pose it's clearly contrived but yeah. i'm okay with it yeah like it's all right so hector's next picture is him at a houston astros game um, he loves the un- he loves the unbuttoned shirt. He does the uh, love the unbuttoned with the t-shirt underneath. I mean, he's wearing an Astros jersey. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. He also loves rainbow-colored reflective sunglasses. So yeah, like very colorful sunglasses on this dude. You do you, Hector. Um. Yeah. So it's cool. Uh, the next picture is Hector with three of his bros. They're all you know out somewhere. The thing I immediately notice is that two of his bros have on the same shoes. So that's like whatever, but I'm a girl, so I would notice those things. But like uh, not like a well put together group of dudes. He's got some yeah, good looking friends. Dressed, don't could, look sloppy. Could the one like, dude be his brother? They have the same like face. And yeah, I don't mean that because be their skin brother. color is the same. I mean like the the facial structure is very Aren't similar. You guys so glad you won't have to listen to JR being racist anymore. <laughs> Great. Um yeah, it's a nice picture because, like, it's a group picture of a bunch of dudes that aren't sloppy. Yeah, totally. So, like, that's cool. Like, a lot of times when we get group pictures of dudes, they're sloppy. Yeah, totally. Um. Okay. So, Hector's <laughs> next picture is, first off, okay, the concept of the picture is funny. However, Hector fucking took a screenshot of an Insta, didn't even bother to crop out the Insta stuff. Yeah. And then put it in his bumble. Like, if you're going to do, because I assume the reason he did this is he probably doesn't have, he's not a girl, so he probably doesn't have pic collage that lets you put more than one picture at a time. Yeah. So he did this on Instagram because it's Hector dressed up as The Rock for Halloween. And we all know the picture of The Rock with the fanny pack and the gold necklace and the black turtleneck. turtleneck. Yeah, classic. so my only problem with this is that like Hector, Hector did not make the fucking effort to crop this photo. What I think he's doing with this is he's you know is throwing he, his Instagram handle out. I there. was just gonna yeah. say, do we think he's cash giving yeah. out his Instagram? Well, I mean, we've seen people in the past just throw it in there about me. So this is his like yeah, maybe definitely. roundabout way. And you know what? His Instagram handle name. It's what the heck? Which I kind of enjoy. Pretty funny. Yeah, but it also speaks a little bit of laziness. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Okay. So let's stick to his about me. It's, it's pretty okay. pretty short and simple. Uh, Hector is based in Houston. He's an account manager. And his about me is, I am allergic to avocados, but I risk it all on a daily basis. Actually pretty funny and clever. I'm hoping he didn't pretty rip funny. that off from the internet. Um, says Perhaps nothing, it, says nothing okay. about you, but 
No. Um, I think what you really need here, Hector, is I am not a father. <laughs> that yeah, might, like, that I'm might, not actually a dad. Yeah, that might be uh, something that... But, like, maybe you are, Hector. I don't yeah. know, but I need, I need to know. He also has his top addison on Spotify, um, Huncho Jack. I don't know who that is. No idea. Me either. Okay, that's cool. Travis Scott, who I only know as uh, Kylie Jenner's baby daddy. <laughs> of course. Um, Drake... And yep. ASP Rocky. Yep. So that's called I, ASAP Rocky for all of those who okay, aren't cool. Jenna. <laughs> Whatever, I read it. No, it's fine. Um, so he's into hip hop. That's cool. Yeah. Like, Whatever. I get nothing from this. Like. Yeah. There needs to be more about me. I really liked his photos. I honestly have very little. There's very criticisms. little I have to say about them. Honestly, yeah. I'd like the better crop job. Like. Okay, if you want to casual live in, leave in your Insta handle, but then crop the bottom. Yep. Like, because, like, I can see how many likes it got. I can see that you said nailed it, twins, which, whatever. And then it says view 45 comments, and then it's, like, cut off. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, yeah, just crop that Better shit. crop job. So, yeah. Like, you can do better. Or just post the fucking photo. Like, the, the right. split screen photo of you and the rod. That's funny enough. Right. But if you want, if this is your way of, like, cash throwing out your insta handle that's fine yeah. but like do it right yeah. do it right and then about me i think needs something else uh, where you're from whether or not you're a father if that's your brother what you do for fun something yeah like i know nothing like, it's a funny golf, it's a funny lead-in i like yeah. i'm allergic to avocados and i risked it all every day like that's a good line that's funny but like yeah. give me give me a little more a little more and guys don't usually write novels on this but just i don't fucking know i bit astros fan love to do this on the weekends yeah, yeah just a little more i have a feeling that hector doesn't have issues matching with girls i think he seems like he's a well put together self-aware dude yeah what is the letter grade we're gonna give hector I'm gonna give Hector a B plus. Okay. I am going to give Hector an A minus only because this is our last episode. I've never given anyone an A plus before, which always leaves room for improvement. So he's getting an A minus. I really liked everything about this, probably except for the about me, just uh, just you know, lacking a little, little more. Bit. Yeah, just a little more. I would say follow up with us, but, but <laughs> that, yeah, don't. That, that might not be possible. Be but, I mean, um, like, you can if you just want to share. Yeah, totally. And thank you for submitting your profile, Hector. Thanks, Hector. So, 70 episodes of this podcast, which has been entitled Don't Take It From Us. And for 70 episodes, we have been just soliciting, or we've just been giving out solicited advice. Like, that we people are, keep asking us questions. I know. That, like, we are totally unqualified to answer. Why? We have yeah. a few that have you know piled up, and we just I we couldn't like leave these unanswered. This is what we yeah, do like we, best. We were originally going to do like a twenty minute like, hey, this is what's happening. See us. Yeah. And then we we're like, we can't do this out on these people who have asked us questions. Yeah. Who maybe don't even really care what we have to say, but yeah. we'll pretend that you do. We appreciate the content regardless. So we're going to go down in the DMs one last time. So, question one for it goes down in the DMs. Uh, I just graduated from college, and I'm moving to New York City for work. I've only gone on a handful of dates in my life, and none of them progressed much. If I'm honest, I haven't really taken dating seriously. But now that I'm moving into a new stage of my life, I really would like to. My question is, where slash how do I start? I'm absolutely a dating slash relationship novice, and the sheer size and pace of dating in NYC seems daunting. 
And this is from a male, just for yes. for context. Uh, this is a tough one because. Well, yeah, and so, but I want to like the first thing I want to address here is the pace thing. Yeah. You go at your own fucking pace. You don't need to go at anyone else's pace. Like, you want to go on a date or two a week? Go on a date or two a week. You want to go on a date every night? Go on a date every night. The great part about New York is you can do that. Yeah. It's absolutely. But, like, you just take it at your own pace. So don't let the pace be a concern. I the can, size, no, I, I get. I can get why it's daunting, though. Especially right. no, if he just moved to New York City. I don't know where he's from, but New York City is bigger than every other city you move from. So, uh, Right. I but, think, like, pace yourself. Like, much like when you drink, yep. pace yourself. That and, is all. And and change your attitude about it because I mean you only get what you get out of it what you put in. So yep. like Jen is saying, like, you know, go hard for three days on the dating scene and then take a weekend off or or yeah. talk to girls for half the week and then the other half of the time try to go out and make some friends. I don't know. Like I just change the mentality of like, oh, this is too much to like, oh, there is a wealth of opportunity here and I just need to stay positive and yeah. stay confident and it'll work out. In New York City, it's guaranteed to work out in some capacity, whether that's a short-term yeah. thing, a long-term thing or whatever. And I do think in New York, your best bet, and I don't normally say this, but I think your best bet in New York is the apps mm-hmm. because there's just, you're right in that there's too many damn people. Yeah. I've been out in New York. You've been out in New yeah. York. Like how many people have you met in New York? Yeah, not many. Not many that like, I would like to try to have a conversation with him, like try to make plans with. It doesn't really because work that way. Too much. It's like too it's much. Too and much. He, he's right that everyone is like kind of moving at, at light speed in New York, but right. on the apps, everyone's kind of in the same boat, and right. you can kind of find some maybe common ground with that. Um, yeah. So, like to me, the apps are the elimination of the meeting the someone at the bar, totally, and finding out like if it's someone you'd want to go for a drink with, right? So, like you're just skipping that step, and that's and in New York, I think you almost do have to skip that step because there's so many people, there's so many places to go, that like you you just like it's too much, like you can't do it. Yeah. And so, like I think, but like when I say apps, I would pick one. Like, start small. Yeah, one or two. Go Bumble. Yeah. Go Bumble or Tinder, like, which apps. And, like, just feel it out. See how it goes. Yeah. You know, I had a friend that when she moved to New York, God bless her, would go on, like, three dates a night. Jesus. Like, she would eight, nine, and ten that shit. That's, that's brutal. But that was, like, but she wanted to get through the process as fast as she could to find someone that she wanted to date. Yeah. Did she find someone? She did. Okay. And they've been together for like five years. That's great. They're dog parents. But <laughs> I think like it all depends on, but that was the pace she wanted to move at. You you move at what pace you want to move at. 100%. Right? And I'm, so I'm like, like, I think for him, like I think he just has to get on the apps and then figure out how he wants to handle it like as it comes. Yep. I agree. But yeah. the best part is like, you never hit the bottom of Bumble in New York. Yeah, you really like, don't. If you lived you in a smaller hit the town, of yeah. Bumble in places. Yeah, you can be like Bumble can be like fuck. No one else for you today. <laughs> uh, I really so like, so, just like you said, frame it as a positive. Like, but 100%. but frame it as a positive within your own way of wanting to do it. Totally. I really wish. So we have two more we're gonna do. 
and Michael Bestel. Shit, I just say his name and <laughs> and. Well, I mean, I, I think there's probably more than one in New York. So you I know, and I think Michael's a uh, uh, common enough name that people aren't to know who this is. Michael Bestel, lot in New York. Thank you for writing, and of course, thank you for listening. I really want. We have two more DMs we're dead to. I really want one of these to just be a full blown flight fight between the two of us. We just just go at it, <laughs> and then we just hang up, and that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> which one which one do you think is more likely to cause a fight uh actually this one let's do this one um well, shouldn't that... we save this one for last then shouldn't uh, we save the one we're gonna fight on for last uh, that's, a, that's a good point okay <laughs> let's all right well so we'll do the, the non-fighting one okay first these are all from dudes and yeah okay Hey man, I have a question for you and Jenna. My girlfriend of three years and I recently graduated law school and will be working at the same firm starting in September. Brutal. We're in different practice groups and she's in a smaller office about two hours from the bigger office I'm in. Okay. You guys are in different spots. They knew we were dating when they hired us. working for the same company, but whatever. Yeah. They knew we were dating when they hired us as summer associates, so there's no issue on that end. Parentheses, don't worry, Jenna. But I was wondering if you had any advice on balancing our professional careers with keeping our relationship healthy for the year or two before she moves to the same office as me. Thanks and love the podcast. Wow, this is different. So they're going to spend a year or two in the same company but apart by a few hours. And then like the plan is that they'll be in the same office together. Okay, my like major piece of advice is that you do not talk about this like during your time together. Because what will happen is your relationship will turn into one that you only talk about work. Yeah. So, like, you either have to, like, and this is going to sound super funny, but I watched a Hallmark movie last night, which just happened. That doesn't Um, sound funny. That sounds completely unsurprising to me. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Um, I mean, it was a Christmas Hallmark movie because it's Christmas in July. It's July. (laughs) It's Christmas in July on Hallmark Channel. What the fuck? The ladies know what I'm talking about and some of the dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like, you do have to set some parameters around how you handle this so that like it doesn't become the entirety of your relationship. Yep. Right? That like all you do is talk about work. Yeah. And that's hard because like that's a natural thing that couples talk about. But when you work in the same place, it be- can become like all you talk about. It's funny. I don't think I've actually ever told this story before. And here's a big surprise. JR Story Hour. Um, when I was like in the middle of changing... You the... dumped the girl at the end. <laughs> no. This is actually has to do with the tap of the fiance. So I did not dump oh, okay. her. Okay. No, she's still here. Yet. But <laughs> we... Uh, I would add tech jobs out here in the Bay Area. You were like... you. They did swallowed up. They did moved. They did, you know... Uh, they go out of business really quickly. So what ended up happening was I was working in a small WeWork space here in... Um, the financial district and the Tapla left fiance's company was changing offices. So they moved temporarily to the same WeWork space, but the WeWork was like three floors of a big office building. And I was like, Oh yeah, well there's no way you'll be near me. Her office shared a glass wall with my office. We <laughs> worked about 20 feet away from each other for three months. And I fucking hated it. It was very much what you're talking about. We're like, we did back from work and I'd be like, and she'd go, how was your day? And I'd go, you saw my day. I sat at my desk all day or like it was, it, we would have to run into each other in the hallway five or six times a day. It really put a weird, like, yeah, uh, like no, just like, no, it's not good. Shadow over everything. Yep. Where I constantly was aware of her and her presence and what she was doing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is never a good situation. Honestly. Yeah. So I think you have to keep it as separate as humanly possible. 
we've talked about this when people have asked, like, what do I do if I start dating a coworker? And we're like, just keep it out of the office as much as possible. Easier said than done. But this even yeah, but more that so. That also means keeping it out of your house as much as possible, yeah. too. Like, totally. It needs to be a separate relationship. Like, mm-hmm. we're coworkers here and yep. at home. We're boyfriend and girlfriend here. If she starts some shit, like, let's go to lunch once a week. Let's do, no, you do, you, I mean, if you have to, you have to. I understand that as the man, but like, you don't want to start being that couple in the office. People are not no, going to want to be around you. You have to have that conversation before you even get there. Yep. 100%. I think we're on the same page here, so we're not going to fight here, but we no. may fight with this question. <laughs> This should be interesting. I wonder what I I'm curious as to what your perspective is on this question okay. as someone who is about to walk down the aisle. Yeah. So I, I received this from a man question for down in the DMS that you may have more of a connection to. What is the prenup etiquette? Not that I'm close at this point, but am I allowed to be more upfront about a prenup? Because I've seen my dad go three, go through three divorces. Jenna, your thoughts. <laughs> um, I will give you multiple thoughts. All right. First off, whatever fucking bastard marries me, sign a prenup because my money is my money. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I will also have my own bank account where yep. I keep my money mm-hmm. that you do not have access to, mm-hmm. dude. We can have a shared bank account that we like put our joint money in for you know our living expenses and our future children and our vacations and whatnot. But like my theory is, what I came into a marriage with is mine. What you came into a marriage with is yours, and we should fucking sign all that shit before we get married this is a bummer a huge bummer to me because i completely agree with you this is the exact situation that i'm in with the top of the fiance this is exactly what we're doing i'm signing a prenup her dad is twice divorced i am my parents are still together but understand the effect that that can have on people's uh situation you know uh quality of life i also don't have anything <laughs> I, i'm not like you that like so co- would come to a relationship she just doesn't want you to get your hands on her shit and her shit that. is like some equity in a couple of companies she worked at way before we started dating and i'm completely in agreement that like anything that was hers before the marriage is still hers into the marriage and we've we're gonna have separate bank accounts we're gonna have a joined bank account both of our mentalities is everything up until this point is still ours. And then from, right. from you know, August but 18th too, onwards like, is. Uh, I also think it's important to think about like, this sucks that you even have to think about this, but let's say, I mean, Jer, I, I hate to break it to you, but there will come a day that your parents are no longer with us. Yep. And let's say your parents leave you a chunk of money or your parents leave you a house or like whatever it sure. is. Like, why should your spouse get that? If exactly. you guys get divorced, exactly. like, I mean, my house that I own is my grandmother's house mm-hmm. that was left to me. Like, mm-hmm. why should some guy get half of that? Yeah, some dude who showed up, you like, know. Yes, never matter. She's exactly. been dead for exactly. however many years. Like, yeah. no, like that's. And so, like, to <clears throat> me, if I were to be with a dude who's like, I don't understand that or no, I'd be like, well, yeah, sorry, dude. Like, yeah. that's, you know, and, and I think in this day and age, like, it's about. And it, it just sucks to have to think, like, what if, right? But there's too many people who don't think about it, and then it becomes a thing. The divorce rate's like 60%. It's honestly, like, right. going up. And uh, this dude's been through three of them. So, like, I think he's 100% in the right to go, this is, I do not want this to happen to me. I do not want. Yeah, but I think you have to have that conversation sooner rather than later, right? Absolutely. Like, I don't think you put the ring on her finger and then go, like, oh, P.S., there's some paperwork. Oh, right? yeah, like, yeah. 
I think you start talking about this as your relationship gets more serious. But I also think the way you frame it is important in that it's a protection for both of you. Yep. Like what's yours is yours and what's mine is mine. And, you know, here's the provision that we'd make if we had kids. Like all that stuff, right? You put it all in there so that like everyone's protected. Because like what if your spouse won the lottery tomorrow? You know, just because, like, you have the upper hand at one point doesn't mean they might not have the upper hand later. Like, exactly. whatever, right? Exactly. So I think it's just more of making sure that everyone's protected. And I think you have to frame it in that way as opposed to, like, I don't want you to divorce me and take off with all my money. And can I end on a sexist comment? <laughs> Wait, it, sexist or racist, just go hard. There you go. Uh, I think it's easier to sign a prenup as a man because... There is a uh, higher probability that a woman may be out of work for a longer period of time, especially if kids are in the equation. So, oh, woman, but it definitely depends on the situation. It definitely though. depends on the situation, but statistically, I can always go back to work because I will probably always be working. I mean, that's obviously you know, job loss. That part's true, but it stuff. all depends on like. So, like this actually happened to a friend of mine, and it became a thing that like she almost didn't get married. Wow. Because she had a trust from her grandparents. Oh, boy. And, like, not a huge amount of money, but he was pissed and didn't want to sign it. And, like, it became, like, a thing. That's That just sounds I, like he's kind of an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he wound up signing it. They're married. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But, I, I, I mean, I think in today's world, like, it, the lines are a lot less clear. Like, I was talking to one of my friends the other day. And like, they were saying to me, like, if they have a second kid, they have one kid now, but if they have a second kid, it will be him that doesn't go back to work because she makes more money than he does. Well, and that's also very, you know, 2018, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, these lines are a lot more blurred than they used to be. But you understand the point I'm making and that it's a little easier for a guy because. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's a a little bit harder to make that assumption now. Totally. I mean, I have a PhD. Odds are I'm probably going to out-earn True. my mythical future husband. Yeah, if we ever if we ever get to meet him. If he um, ever <laughs> manifests himself So yeah, I, we're in a complete dream with this guy. Like, prenups are 100% on the table, especially... I think everyone, like, literally I think everyone should sign one. And anyone who's, like, backwards you know, you know, prehistoric ass is like, oh, my religion or, oh, like how, love. Like that's, that's a very, yeah. very uh, obtuse way to deal with yeah, something. Because you know what? Shiznet happens. Yeah. I was at a bachelor party this past weekend, and this is going to sound like the most morbid conversation <laughs> to have at a bachelor party, but we had it anyway at dinner. And we were telling like stories about people that we knew that had cheated on their spouse. Yeah. Yeah. It, like it happens, every one folks. of us had one. Oh, Every Jesus. single one of us had one. And also, while we're fucking at the prenup thing, I'm just going to throw this in. When you get your prenup, you should also get a fucking will. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know what? I haven't done you that. You could also get hit by a bus tomorrow. That's true. I haven't done that. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> oh. it amazes me people that own shit that don't have wills. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's whether you own a 401k or you own a house or you own equity, fucking take care of your shit. I think the reason I haven't 
you have forward nothing. On it is because I, all I have is debt. <laughs> I just have like student loan debt right. out the ass. So like, my dad's a but, lawyer, and I said to him like, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about tapping a fiance. I think we're thinking about signing a prenup. Is that a good move? What do you think about that?" He's like, "What is she gonna get from you?" <laughs> he was like, like, what's happening? He's like, "I'm not leaving anything." I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. Sounds like yeah. I'm on the same page." No, but I mean, like, you don't it, even just a will, like. You know, say you got hit by a bus tomorrow. You guys aren't married yet. Yep. yep. Like it would actually be your parents that made the decisions as to what happened to you, not her. Yeah. Because on my Dude, all my life insurance stuff and all that, whatever, I put my parents' right. info on there. That's yeah. True. So like, it sounds like super morbid and shit, but like, if you're considering getting married, you also need to be considering getting your fucking adult shit together. 100%. And that means getting a fucking will, which is like super depressing. Like, I had a friend who didn't have a will who had two children Jeez. and I like started screaming at her and screamed at her until she got a will. And the reason her and her husband couldn't get a will is because they couldn't agree who got their kids if they both died together. And guess who gets their fucking kids now? Me, because I made them. Get a will. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was they, not expecting that like turn of events at the no, end. That was, that was how it wound up. They That's literally funny. had not written a will because they could not agree on who got their children. Jesus. Because, he does not like her siblings, and she does not like his siblings. So why not so, Aunt Jenna? So Auntie Jenna yep. to the rescue. She's like, bitch, you wanted me to write this. There you go. That's great. Sign on the dotted. I was like, oh, cool. Let's end I also up- get a ton of money if that happens. Well, yeah, that's yourself. good. We just got to take care of the kids. Yeah. 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 You cool. won't be expected to just like, yeah. Let's end on that note. That was a good note. We were like getting really morbid there, and I was like, oh, my God, the last episode of Don't Hate Him Russ is going to end on death and <laughs> divorce. <laughs> Death, but divorce. I like that. Like you could be a potential godfather, godmother, in the future. Oh my god, I get so many people's kids if they die. It's Jesus. like I be running like a little fucking orphanage. It's a perfect note. So that's it, guys. Uh, episode seventy B of Don't Take It From Us. A little sad. Very I'm a little sad. sad. I know. I don't. Th- I don't. You're gonna cry. You, you're gonna cry. Are you just gonna like Skype call me sometimes just to say hi? Sure. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great for everyone. <laughs> you could just like. I did, I did call that. call you, yeah. Um, uh, but I won't get to see you drinking water while you talk to me. And like coughing closet. into the, or no, can swallowing. You, when into you call me, can you go into the closet? Sure, of course. Okay. Um, that's really, I like to see what the capital of fiance is like laid out for work the next day. Perfect. Yeah, we, we never doubted to do an episode of the Tap Left Fiance. We never have to do an episode before my wedding. I know this. I'm feeling like there's still unfinished oh. business, but if I come, okay, no, but if I come to San Francisco and we have time, oh yeah, you're meeting her. I have to do an episode, but it has to be from the closet. <laughs> it has to be yeah. you and I. Yeah, yeah, you're small enough. Like you're small enough to fit in here. So I'm I, a mini person. Yeah, like I could yeah. fit right there. Yeah, It'll perfect. Be fine. <laughs> perfect. Sit under the shoes. It'll be fine. So. For the for the last time in some time. For now. Yeah, it's for, now. for now. It's not it's goodbye. Now. It's see you later. Thank it's you again, now. guys, from the bottom of our hearts. Jenna, thank you for being such a great radio co-host and partner. A lot of our success is due to you, and, 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 I, and I really appreciate it. I got you. I don't know how to edit this shit. You did all that stuff. <laughs> well... You're welcome. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on all of our stuff, guys. We, uh, we, we're not going anywhere. We're just not doing this any longer. For now. Have a great... I like to leave doors open. Yeah. Cra- little cracks. Yeah. So puppies can push their noses through, because you never do know. Thanks, everybody. Right. Bye, guys. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. 
I lace the track, you lock the flow. So far from hanging on the block for dough. Notorious, they got to know that life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Through your family, I'll fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see if you open up the gates for me. Reminisce sometime. The night they took my friend. Try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feeling's hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death.